everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by HypeBot.com. Get your butt over to HypeBot, check out the latest news and, and happenings and marketing advice, tips, everything else. Uh, so, Jay, we're kind of, uh, it, it's, a, it's a recurring trend. I think it's been a recurring trend for the, the six years I've been doing this. It's fly by the seat of your pants. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a lot of different things. You know, it's kind of like left overnight. We're going we're gonna to look at what's in the refrigerator and talk about some things that Make we've been talking. Make a hot dish. Talk- that's right. We've been talking about some things offline. And, you know, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of interesting things happening. But uh, one of the things that you brought up, which I think is is fascinating on so many different levels, you know, on the marketing side, is uh, Gene Simmons' vault. Yeah. So for those of you, and I don't know how you could have missed this news because it has literally it's been covered everywhere. by everybody from – think Business Insider to Good Morning America to everybody has covered this. About a week ago, Gene Simmons, outside of KISS, this isn't a KISS project, Gene Simmons himself uh, announced he's releasing his own box set. He's calling it The Vault, The Vault Experience, I believe. And it's 150 demos from 1966 to 2016. Um, the guy keeps everything. So mm-hmm. he's got 150 oh, yeah. he's demos an of songs he's written for all sorts of uses. Um, the song lit, the track listing has not, hasn't been released and revealed, and I'll touch on why that's kind of important in a second. But a few things that have been told is it'll include some of the demos from like 1977 when. Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen recorded some demos with Gene for the Love Gun album. Um, I believe he said there's also a demo of a song he did with Bob Dylan. There's a lot of variety in here, so don't think this is just Kiss throwaway stuff. This is just Gene's demos. And anybody who's a musician, you know, you're writing and recording demos all the time, maybe not for any use. But what really got him attention, news, and broke this story viral was the cost. And it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody that somebody like Gene Simmons wants to be bigger, louder, more, I don't know, in your face than anybody has ever done before. So he wanted to release the biggest box set ever. Yeah, And it's literally a vault. It's a mini safe that you buy and he's selling three versions of this vault experience and it's really important that's what he's calling it a vault experience and and he's doing this through um rhino rhino is his his partner on this his distribution partner there's three versions of this a i don't know if you could call it affordable version but the most affordable version is $2,000 and basically he will meet you and a group of people at various cities around the country at least maybe around the world and you'll do a meet and greet with Gene and he'll personally give you your box set for $2,000 so you're basically doing a meet and greet experience with him then he's got a second version called the producer experience 
And this is one-on-one. You meet Gene Simmons at a recording studio. And behind the board, he sits down and plays a bunch of tracks and tells you stories and talks about them. And you get your name listed in the credits as as an executive producer. $25,000 per box set for the producer experience. And then the final one um, is is the home experience. So basically, um, for $50,000, Gene Simmons will come to your house and hand deliver a box set to you and spend two hours with you in your house, you and 25 friends. So basically, you've got a a house concert, I guess. He doesn't necessarily say he's going to play any music. Well, they did joke that if you've got an acoustic guitar sitting around, he might pick it up and play around a bit. But basically, you've got three versions of this box set. $2,000, $25,000, $50,000. All experiences. And nobody's ever sold a box set for fifty grand. No. I don't know if anybody's ever sold a box set for two grand. Be hard-pressed to find somebody who's done it that expensive. No, I, so, not so that comes to mind. bigger than anybody else has done. And, and of course, it's gotten a ton of attention. Yeah. You know, but... but by here, design. By, by design, this has gone viral. Everybody in the music world, fans, everybody's got an opinion, good or bad. Um, like I said, everybody from Business Insider to Good Morning America to the Today Show, he's been everywhere talking about how massive this is. But what I wanted to kind of point out, which I think people are missing in the hype, is he's not selling you any music. He's selling you an experience. He's selling you an experience, thus the name, The Vault Experience, and he's selling three experiences. There's no iTunes version of this to download 150 songs. There's not even a CD version where you can just go walk into Best Buy and and buy it you buy this online and you go meet him somewhere for an experience a one-on-one experience and he basically you're you're buying a meet and greet package and one of the freebies in your meet and greet packages he gives you this vault set 10 cds 150 songs yeah and my favorite part the action figure of gene simmons the businessman and an in gene we trust coin right Right. So (laughs) I think, you know, Gene's made comments over the years about how the music industry's dead and it's over and the internet and streaming and everything has killed the business and you can't make money and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what you see here is him accepting that and going, all right, well, then how am I going to make money if I'm going to sell, if I'm going to release a new product? Right. And right. and and it's almost brilliant in its simplicity. Of well, well you're not I absolutely selling the think you're so. not selling the music, you're selling the experience. But isn't that what KISS is? I mean, when you went to see KISS in seventy seven or two thousand seventeen, um, you're not just going for the songs, although a lot of people do and they have some classic rock and roll songs. You're going for the experience. 
And I think this is perfect for that. But where I think I differ from some people, I've seen some of the backlash online. There are people like, this is ridiculous. Who would ever pay this? This is stupid. This is horrendous. Well, I think they're kind of missing the point on a couple of levels. One, look at the press. Look at the publicity that was generated from this. That kind of publicity is worth its Millions. weight. Yes. I mean, to get everybody knows about this thing. Everybody's talking about it, regardless of whether you're talking negatively about it. You know, like Gene used to say in the kiss, you know, earlier kiss days is say whatever you want in the press. Just print a picture alongside of it. Spell my name right. Put my URL in there now. Yeah. And, you know, you go to Paul Stanley's house and the first thing he'll say to you is welcome to the house that bad reviews built. So. That's never harmed this band, you know, but what I think the, the thing that I'd like to talk about about this, besides the fact that it generates a tremendous amount of publicity, is now there's a conversation. Everybody's talking about it. I think it is amazing that he put this together and it's supply and demand, right? It's a marketplace. If he put this out there and like two people bought it, you know, it'd be an embarrassment and people would you know, criticize him for it. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. This was well thought out. If you look at the website, it's genesimmonsvault.com. It's very well laid out, the different cities that this thing is happening to and the schedule and how it's being organized. And it is supply and demand. There are people out there, you know, you and I had the conversation about early on, I think it was last week, about some of these meet and greets, these experiences. And you were on the cutting edge of that with KISS. Wait, what was that, 2003? Way before people were doing that, right? So you didn't know, you know, you thought it'd be like a one and done. But then again, people started coming over and over and over again. This kind of thing could be a, a trend-setting kind of thing. It could be something that there are other artists, whether it's you 2 or whoever it is, that have these hardcore fans that would literally pay uh, thousands and thousands of dollars for experiences. It's not that different from the new Pledge Music. If you look at Pledge Music not now, you know it is all about being a, an uber fan or getting a little bit more instead of just getting the download from itunes eh, that's okay getting the cd from amazon or amoeba that's cool too but man if you can get a signed drum head you know you it's, can it's, get it's about more than the music exactly is, is, it's, is, the is, 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 it's the experience here and 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 listen i've 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 heard through the grapevine that in the first week or so he's already sold half a million dollars worth of box sets and i know for a fact because he's actually shared photos he's sold a couple of these producer experiences already so they are selling Mm -hmm. and again it's it's accepting the fact that everything is about it the, the business has evolved and you know and 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 i think we've talked about it i know i've talked about it in many old episodes here that one of the thing that's missing from the music industry today is the experience of the album release day there's no there yeah with the dawn of itunes and digital the the excitement of a record dropping and and having yeah. album release parties and going to tower or going to sure. wherever to, to stand in line sales. to get it waiting in that line. that experience exactly. is gone that yeah, because they, they just drop it into, you know, if you pre-order it, they just drop it into you your wait, collection. You, you wake up in the morning and it's already it downloaded and there it is. And listen, 
as a fan, I love that too, but I also miss the experience. And and I think what he's done here is attempted to create that release experience. You, I'm, you know, hey, I'm Gene. I'm coming to Los Angeles. You and 150 people come out to this ballroom, and we're going to have a private event for a few hours in the afternoon where I'm going to do a Q&A, and I'm going to take photos with you, and I'm going to share stories of the songs, and I'm yeah. going to give you your album. And if you really are a super uber diehard and you have the income, well, I can come to your house. I will sit on your couch for two hours, and I will share my stories with you now yeah fifty thousand dollars for a box set if you look at it that way is astronomical but that's yeah, but how not many a people box did set you say how many people 25. did you say could come? So well it, if they pay two thousand dollars each exactly if you've got a bunch of kiss fans who are willing to chip in some money maybe you get it really inexpensive yeah, yeah. you but, know what this reminds me of so much is remember back when they did the kiss conventions yeah it's it's the same kind of thing. Instead of they they had you know, arguably some of their tours weren't doing what they did had done before, and this is right before the Kiss reunion in '96. Um, Gene and Paul did a tour of cities where they brought the outfits in plexiglass cases, and they had paraphernalia and merch that you could buy, and they did an acoustic set, and it was basically a celebration for Kiss fans. But instead of having the band tour. This was a more intimate thing, and I don't think anybody had really done anything like it. Oh no! And nobody's no 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 nobody band complained. had nobody no band had ever done official conventions for themselves, and and keep in mind this was ninety five when they did yeah. those. The yeah. tickets were a hundred and fifty dollars a That's person right. in ninety yeah. five to go to, you know, were, a six hour event basically. Yeah. I went in Burbank, sold out. Um, I think Tommy Thayer was the one kind of organizing everything. Yeah, back then Tommy Thayer was was helping Gene organize it. So you know, I think what 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 Gene has has shown with his Vault Experience release is it you are truly selling experiences in this day and age. And 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 I'm not saying this to cheapen or lessen the value of the music, but you're not selling music anymore. Don't think about selling 10 tracks, 20 tracks, one CD, a double disc, a vinyl. That's not what you're selling. You're selling, you need, you need to create some experience around that, that the fans are willing to pay more for that experience. Right. And they get the music. The music is a bonus. You could yeah. sit here and go, listen, you can book Gene today for a private event anywhere you want. He'll come speak to your company's board of directors. Uh, he'll come speak at your, you know, I don't know, chamber of commerce. He's got a speaking fee like right. many people do. Sure. I would imagine $50,000 for two hours is pretty accurate for what his, his speaking fee would be. That's basically what you're doing is you're booking Gene Simmons to a private event. It just so happens also getting a 10-disc box set of music That's delivered right. to you at the same time. Yeah, and look at what Wonderful Union. Remember we had them on the podcast recently. Wonderful Union, and if you didn't see that uh, show, you may want to go back and check it out, check out their it website. Just, I think it was just last week. Yeah, Wonderful Union 
has built a business on experiences. And it's not just a meet and greet. They get much more creative than that. are talking about giving haircuts backstage. and That's what yeah. fans will pay for an experience. Yeah. You've got you've to really put together a great experience, but they will pay for it. And, and again, it's more than just a photo, and it's more than just getting music. You, you develop some, some experience that the fans go, man, I want, I want. He, he sat in one of his produ- Gene's producer experiences was in New York City at Electric Ladyland Studios. He and the fan who paid $25,000 went and sat behind the board at Electric Ladyland Studios. Yeah. We don't need to tell you how famous Electric Ladyland is. Right. And I think they did their first demos there. They did their demos, know? but everybody who's anybody oh God, has Hendrix. ever recorded there. Sure. So this fan got to sit there with Gene one-on-one for a couple hours and Gene played music and shared stories. You can't deny that that isn't an incredible experience. Yeah. Now, and I think I think some of this, Michael. You know, I think these price tags were meant to do two things. One is because they are very high and groundbreaking. I think they did two things. One is they generated so much conversation and press which will in turn create more sales. Secondly to that, it it also kind of separated the the men from the boys, so to speak, meaning that you and I know there are fans, you know, that will pay for anything um, because they're just passionate about it. But it really kind of makes, it draws a line in the sand. Are you, you know, the Uber fan or are you just kind of a passive fan? And I think the market will bear you know it 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 will show that he does have these hardcore fans that will pay for this and i think the part that bothered me a little bit was some of the negative press that came out about this and they only focused on the price tag well they focused on the price tag in relation to 10 cds that was it so basically they were just always going 150 songs for fifty thousand dollars that's right they missed the point. They missed the whole point of what was happening here. But it, it wasn't press a bad thing. And, and fans were, a lot of fans were missing it because there's a lot of Uber fans who are going, I'm the hugest fan in the world, but because I can't afford it, I feel like, you know, you're shafting me, you're screwing me, you're greedy. But uh, listen, I would love to go to one of these things. I'm a huge Kiss fan. It's Everybody knows that. I'm not buying one of these. I'm not even going to spend two grand on it. I I wouldn't spend two grand on it. But I'm also not insulted by this. I'm I'm not I'm not angry that I no. can't afford to buy right. this. It's just listen. I would love to drive a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I drive a Toyota Scion, but I'd love a Ferrari. You know what? I don't go to the Ferrari dealership and flip them off and call them right. a bunch of greedy bastards because no. I can't afford their car. Right. It it may not be for you at this point, and it's kind of like the meet and greets that we talked about that you pioneered. That was what a thousand dollars. Not yeah. a lot of people have a thousand dollars to drop, but you know what? There is a segment of the population that does. There is a fan base that does, just like there is with this this Gene Simmons set. Um, there is a segment of the population that will, it's supply and demand. 
It's supply and demand. I, th- I think everyone has to get rid of all old connotations about selling music. Because, again, you're no longer selling music, and this isn't about selling as many units as possible. If Gene wanted to sell as many units as possible, yeah, he'd make it $5. But that wasn't it. He wanted he wanted to make money off of this. Right. And And yeah. let's be honest. I'm sure he knows as well as all of us, after this box set experience has been out there long enough, it's going to get pirated. Of course. And once but, it's but you pirated, can't pirate the experience. You can't, you can't. That's why he's selling the experience. So basically, exactly. go ahead, pirate all the music you want, but right. you won't be able to pirate me sitting down with you and sharing exactly sharing what it was like to yeah. record a demo with Eddie Van Halen. Oh my God! And, and you know, I think the the bootleggers have taught some of these artists this lesson because what's happened is if you collect rare live performances from artists and you get them wherever you get them, you'll notice that, for example, um, there was a 12 CD Beatles at the BBC box set put out as a bootleg and the packaging is beautiful as good, if not better than anything Capitol records would have put out. You open it up. There's a 12 by 12 booklet. There are CDs that are silk screened with beautiful photos on them and I met a guy who was involved in this business. And I asked him, like, why spend all that money on that set when you could just do CDRs and, and sell more of them? And he said, the problem is, is that people will bootleg the bootleggers and they will make the CDRs and they will upload them to a website, uh, the, the audio files. But what they do by making this beautiful box set is now – it's a collector's item. Right. You have to have that. It's not about the music. You can get them, download the files on a BitTorrent or something, but you need to have that box. And I think that's the thing that Gene Simmons has done. Yeah, he could put out those things on in a CD set or whatever, and then that week they would be up online for people to download the audio. But to your point, it's not all about the audio. It's partially about the audio. People want to hear those. People have wanted to pay a thousand dollars for those. You know, we, 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 we've, we've talked about this in the past. The audio is his story. The story that he's selling here is 150 demos from 66 to 2016 and blah, blah, blah. But, but that, so that's the story, but that's not what he's selling you. Yeah. I thought it was genius. I, I, and, and, and listen, back to the original, one of my original comments was the track listing of this box set has never been revealed. It's, you go to the website, there isn't a list of what no. 150 songs are going to be on there. No, there's some he does, you know, when he goes out and does all these interviews, he's not talking about all of these different songs. Right. So stop for a second. They they are consciously not selling you the music because they're not right. even telling you what music you're exactly. getting. The music, right. and again, it's I, secondary. I, I hate, don't want this to sound bad, but the music doesn't matter. It's the experience that they're selling. I definitely think you're right. It's not primary. I also love the fact that they're adding some scarcity to this. I mean, it's only available calendar year 2018. Yeah. Maybe it's like one of those Disney things that once that's cut off, it's done. And by creating that scarcity, it creates a call to action. Uh, Am I going to do this? I don't have forever to do this. 
Do I need some time to save up money? You know, do I need to take out a loan? But you know what I mean? It, yeah. I love the fact that they're saying, look, this is only 2018. We're going to do these experiences throughout 2018. And then this thing is done. Yeah. Done. So, you know, I think, I think this is a, this is a good mm. lesson for everybody that you really need. This is, this is thinking outside of the box. This is way outside of the box. Yeah. When you're going to release your next project, how can you sell an experience with that project initially? Yeah. How, you know, how can you do the VIP program, even though you're not touring, can you do a VIP yeah. program at a local venue? Where it's like, come here, will you you pay extra? It's a private gig for fifty people, and you all sure. get the CD, and you get stories. I don't know. Think, there's, sell yeah, the experience, and check out Wonderful Union, and check out that podcast because you don't have to be at the level of Gene Simmons to do this. No. There's some things that you can do, like songwriting workshops. You know, um, there are things that you can do where you play music with your fans during a sound check there are things there's so many different ideas like you were talking about one of the ones they talked about you know these haircuts backstage and things like that you know it's limitless the things you can do but it doesn't have to be uh, an a-level artist you can do this at any level yeah. as long as you have some fans yeah yep cool cool so you know what we we basically hit a whole show there just on that topic. That's all right. So I, you know what? Best we, just wing we, it. we we didn't do. <laughs> we haven't done a. You need help with your digital strategy, but I want to throw one out here. All right. And it is it is very short, simple, and sweet. Okay. If your website has been down for three months and oh you God. don't know about it, you shouldn't even be in the music business, <laughs> let alone needing help. I mean, come wow. on! Come on! Wow! I, I think I'm I'm a little stunned right now. If you are so in in 2017, if you are so disconnected that you don't even know what's going on with your official website that it's down. And I would add to that, Michael. Something came up this morning with one of my clients where I just I always test things out, right? When somebody has a new album out, I just download it. I, I do all those things just to make sure everything's working right. On this website, it's click here to sign up for our newsletter. Okay? I clicked there. I filled out my information. Hit send. It sent me an email saying, you know, click here to confirm. I'm like, great. So far, so good. I click to confirm. It was an error. It was just like, you know, bad 404, like messed yeah. up. I'm like... Oh my gosh, you, if there's even, even if your website's up, if you've got links to socials, if you've got links to your email, sign up, whatever it is, check those links, check them once in a while, just to make sure everything's working. Cause you'd be surprised how many times I go to an artist website, I click on something and it doesn't work. Yeah. It's just, it's common sense advice. That's that's just nutty. <laughs> it is crazy. All right, guys, that's it for this week. That's another episode of the go, Music go Biz see, Weekly. Go to visit HypeBot. HypeBot.com. Thanks, everyone.